Hey, 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 folks. Welcome back. Dave DeBow here with another episode. Today, zooming in from one of my favorite cities in Canada, beautiful Halifax, Nova Scotia. We've got a real estate entrepreneur who's getting things rolling. He's been getting going with really, really well with smaller deals. He's looking at getting into bigger deals. And I'm talking about our friend, Abdul Mustafa. Abdul, welcome to the call. Great to have you. Thanks, Dave. I'm happy to be here as well. All right, my friend. Well, hey, first things first, I heard a little bit of an accent there. It sounds like maybe maybe Canada is not where you were you were born. So where, where are you from originally? And when did you come to Canada? For sure, Dave. Uh, well, I'm originally from Nigeria. That's my home country. Nice. You know, uh, far in Africa, West Africa, precisely. And um, I came into Canada in 2018. Okay, yeah, so about at five years ago now? About five years, yeah, five yeah. years ago now, yeah. yeah, yeah. Excellent. So did you come to Canada to study, to work, both? What what brought you to Canada? So we came in as a permanent residence, mm -hmm. myself, my wife, and uh, at that point we had a four-year-old. Nice. Yeah, so we decided to come to Canada you know, just to explore, to see what, you know, the, the country could offer us. Because at that yeah. point, they had uh, a very nice immigration, you know, program that we applied and then we qualified based yeah. on our skills, age and all that. So we came in at 2018, started a new life. And uh, it's, it's, it's been a journey, I must say. It's been a journey. Oh, my goodness. I can imagine. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this, Abdul. Did you come directly to Halifax or did you start somewhere else and move to Halifax? So interestingly, when we got approved for the program, you know, we weren't sure where to yeah. stay in Canada. And then I have this old friend of mine who have been friends since, you know, college days. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Dude, from from, from I, Nigeria, a friend from, from Nigeria. Nigeria. Yeah, okay, but he great. came in to study in Canada. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to come to whatever province you are. <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> yeah, you got a connection, right? A friend. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. At that point, my wife was heavily pregnant, like seven mm -hmm. months pregnant. So we needed, you know, a location where we could get some kind of soft landing yeah. support and all that. So, yeah. so at that point, he was in New Brunswick, Fredericton okay. precisely. Yeah. So we landed in Fredericton and then we stayed in Fredericton for about a year. And then during that period, within that one year period, we made a trip to Halifax and then we kind of loved Halifax. Oh, this is a lot more bigger city and all that, you know. So I just knew that we would move away from Fredericton. And then yeah. we did the move at exactly one year in Fredericton. So we moved to Halifax. Very good. I can only imagine the culture shock, the climate shock, yeah. the yeah. shock, shock, everything coming from West Africa to Halifax. Uh, wow. That, that, is, that is quite the adjustment. What did you find to be the the most difficult thing to get used to, Abdul? Oh, for sure, is the snow. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest challenge for us. In fact, I'm I'm amazed that I'm coping so well. Yeah. Because, I mean, we live in a temperature, a region where you have 31 degrees, yeah. right? 
28, 31 degrees as a regular, you know, temperature, and then you come into a place where you're getting single digits. So my first winter was, I mean, it was brutal for us, you know, yes. but again, um, we had to adjust because we knew that we were embracing Canada as our new home. Yeah, It comes with the winter. It comes with all that. We just had to find a way to adapt. And again, I mean, humans always adapt to any situation, right? So yeah. we just had to embrace all that as part of, you know, the whole Canadian journey. And uh, we had to adapt. But it was, it was quite a tough one. The weather, you know, the different way things have been done here, transportation. I never knew what is what was called winter tires, right? Back in my home country, we <laughs> have just exist. one set of tires, right? Yeah. But here you have to like switch from all season to winter tires, you know, snow pants, shoveling of snow and all. So it was all, you know, culture shock for us. But again, we we knew that it's our new home. So we had to like embrace all that. And again, the people we've met so far have been great, right? So, you know, warm people. So that also helped oh, us in. Cool. Oh, especially, especially Maritimers. They're there. So oh, yeah, nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very well, cool. So, Abdul, I've I've had the pleasure of meeting a number of people from Nigeria over the years. Uh, even worked with a few cl clients who, who were Nigerian uh, originally. Very entrepreneurial people. From what from what I can see, so what was it that got you interested in real estate investing? What was that spark? Oh, good question. So, when we moved to Canada again, we had to like start our lives all over again, our yeah. careers. So, I came from a tech background, so it was a bit more easier for me to transfer my skills from Nigeria back Definitely. into the Canadian system. Right? Yeah. It took me about two to three months, I was able to get my first job. Of course, it was a a, a, a low-paying job, but mm -hmm. again, that, you know, put my foot into the job market, right? But for my wife, she is a lawyer from Nigeria. So it oh. took her a lot more longer process to recertify, write a bunch of exams and all that, right? Is she, is she so, recertified now? Is she? Yeah, she really? is. Yeah, she was wow. called to bar. She was called to the Nova Scotia bar last year. That's and So she's she's a year into the uh, Canadian bar system right now. Right. So when we came in, uh, again, I knew that, you know, the nine to five isn't going to cut it. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of taxes to be paid. The more you earn, the more taxes to pay it. And I have... Mm -hmm two young kids, um, close to 40. Uh, the system here, you have to work till 65 to retire, RSPs and all that. How many years do I need to put in, right, to be able to save up to have a decent retirement fund right. to fall back on, right? So I knew that model would not work for me. I had to figure out something else to do mm -hmm. to be able to set myself up as well as my kids, right? Yeah. And I started doing my research. I've never done business before. So I've been from a nine to five background all through my life. Okay. So for my research, I realized that most of the people that are wealthy, they always own real estates. Yeah. And they always own businesses. Okay. Right. So since I have not done 
any kind of business before, I figured, you know, the easier way for me is to go through the real estate route because anybody could relate to it. I felt it's more of a lower risk in failing than yeah. starting a business, you know. So I had to like start doing research on how is it done in terms of right. real estate as a business, not just buying a house. You know, and at that point, I was doing my research. I found out there were a lot of uh, education I needed to learn mm -hmm. to understand how to do real estate as a business, as an investor. So, what, so, so I'm I'm curious, what kind of education did you get for yourself when it comes to real estate investing? Did you start attending local real estate investment clubs or meetups in Halifax? Did you take online training? Did you watch a bunch of YouTube videos or all of the above? Yeah, I think all of the above. I watched <laughs> a lot of YouTube videos. Uh, but what I realized with some of those content where they were not wholesome, yeah. right? It's it's, it's part it's, just little pieces, right? Exactly. And knowing that you're trying to do an investment that will be 300,000, I can't, I can't, uh, I can't gamble it out. So yeah, no, you, you don't want to now, just rely on YouTube for that. Kind exactly. Of so I needed to get a formal coaching and training. And yeah. then I found, I found, uh, I don't know if I can mention the name. I found uh, uh, a Keyspire basically. Yeah. And then yeah. I, I signed up with Keyspire and then that now gave me the, more like a blueprint on how to start it up. Right. Mm -hmm. And then with that, I just went all in. Good. So now let's, Let's dive in. That's good education. I've we've worked with a lot of people that have gone through this Keyspire program, and it's very, from what I can see, very very solid training. So that's great. Yeah. So, what was you, describe your first deal, Abdul? What was your first real estate investment in Canada? Okay, so my first real estate investment, I would say, um, was our primary residence. Right okay. at that point in time, I didn't really have. The knowledge I have right now. If I had that knowledge, I would have done it a different if route. Yeah. Probably house hacking and all that. So we got that. And then COVID happened. Mm -hmm. At that point, during COVID, I was also gaining my education. So of course, there was appreciation that came with the primary residence. And then with what I learned. Especially in Halifax. You had a nice exactly, yeah, Halifax. Right. Yeah. So what I did was I I I did a HELOC on yeah. the permanent residence, right? And then pulled out equity on that. And then I bought a duplex in Moncton. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so the duplex was, uh, luckily for me, was vacant at occupancy at the point of uh, closing. So I bought the duplex already. I did a bit of renovation in two of the units, you know, minor cosmetic renovations, you know, painting, changing of the- So, so for people that aren't familiar, Moncton is quite a distance from Halifax. So how were you doing all of this work? Were you going over there and doing it yourself or were you hiring team, a team from, a, from Halifax? So what I did was before I closed on the first deal, when I was looking at the Moncton market, I was driving to Moncton from Halifax. So I would drive two and a half hours, go in, do the inspection, uh, uh, see the properties and all that. And then... My coach now told me that you don't have to go all the way there. You could do, you could view it virtually, yeah. right? So 
I had to trust that process. And then the particular first day I got, it was a virtual inspection, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, I had the realtor and then he was, you know, um, over the phone. I'd ask a few questions and then, yeah, and the numbers made sense. And then I, I closed on it, yeah. Okay. And then for doing the repairs and renovations, how did you do that? So for that, so for the realtor now gave me a contact of a property manager because oh, okay. I was, uh, I mean, from Halifax, I can't be driving two and a half hours when there's an issue in the house, right? So I had to rely on, I had to build a team in Moncton. Mm -hmm. So the property manager had a renovation crew mm -hmm. in-house. So it was kind of a one-stop shop to yeah. do all that. So that oh, was that's great. my way out. Yeah. Yeah. And it worked out well. So that was your first deal. Is it all, is it up and running and is it cash flowing nicely for you? Yeah, it's, it's, I would say it's, it's cash flow even because it's, it's, it's paying the mortgage, it's paying the HELOC. And mm -hmm. then, uh, yeah, so nothing comes to me yet. But again, at least it's, it, it's, it's paying every expense from that right. property. And then, yeah, we'll just but, see how but it goes you are, there. you are benefiting because every month, your mortgage is getting paid down a little exactly. by little by little. Yeah. Uh, hopefully the, the value of the property is going up little by little by little. Yeah. And you've got all of the different profit centers of real estate depreciation, exactly. right? And yeah. all of these different things. So yeah, yeah, you might not be getting the cash flow yet, but but hopefully. And these days it's kind of difficult with interest rates the way they are and, and all of that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah, a little bit more challenging. Okay. Yeah. That was your first deal. And what what came yeah. next, Abdul? Did you do another one or, or where are you at? Yeah, I did I did a second one. So the first one gave me a lot more confidence to do a second one. And then for the second one, what I now did was of course I didn't have the down payments to do that. I had you, to you, you reach ran out, out of the HELOC. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pretty quick. So I had to reach out to, you know, uh the real estate investor community that I built from Kingspire. Oh, okay. Yeah. Reached out to them. Uh that okay. So I found the next deal, which again, uh the value, uh the the the, the purchase price made sense. It could carry uh whatever debts I'm going to use, where I'm gonna source my down payment from and all. I did my numbers. Of yeah. course, it's gonna carry all the debts, no cash flow, but it's gonna carry all the debts. So with my analysis, I reached out to the community and then I was able to raise about uh, 50 grand mm -hmm. for that one. So I had a bit of 20K left from the HELOC I used for the first deal. Right. So I needed 70,000 as down payment for the second deal. So I was able to raise 50 grand and then close the 20. So, so for the 50 and... grand, did you raise that as as debt or was that like an equity partner, like a joint venture partner or more of a lender? So that was a, so that was a lending. Got it. Okay. Yeah. That was lending. Yes. Yeah. Very good. Okay. So now you got yeah. your second property. Was that a yeah. duplex as well? Or is that, that was a duplex? That was a top and Moncton? bottom duplex. Yeah. In Moncton as well. Yeah. Good. Very yeah. Good. So now yeah. you still got your, your same property management team, repair team, exactly. you got your power team in one place. Exactly. Smart. Yeah. Good. Yeah. And the, did you do any more? Have you done any more deals since then? Or how many? Yeah, I did one more. Good for you. That's awesome. Yeah. Another duplex? Another duplex. You're getting um, good at those duplexes, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Another duplex. And uh, this was the one that really blew my mind. Because mm -hmm. I've heard about 
concept like VTB and all that. So then when I saw, mortgages, yeah, yeah. not take back, yeah. So when I saw this particular deal, right, it was listed with a seller willing to VTB. Yeah. And then I jumped at it, right? And luckily, again, with, you know, my realtor was able to, I was able to get an offer. And then it was 20% VTB on that deal. So that was how I got the third one. Basically, it was a VTB. And we're able to close on it, and then. So you did you need to bring any money to the table, or or did? Yeah. No well, so what we did was I had to raise the I had to raise uh the I had to raise fund for the down payment, and the one we closed, and then we now had the VTB, you know. After. Okay. After, and then I paid off, you know. The, the, so another private lending situation. Exactly. Yeah. So I had nice. to use private lending to do that again. Uh, because I had two deals already, you know, the private lenders were now able to look at me a lot more and, you know, more seriously, take you more seriously. Exactly. I had a bit of portfolio yeah. and then I was able to close on the third one. So very nice. And that's so now you got now you got the three. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. So you went from Thank zero you. to six units quite quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Now, fantastic, Abdul. So what are your plans moving ahead? What are your what would you like to do over the next 12 to 24 months yeah so my my next my goal is to now scale up and then to get into the multi-family space so the five units next, or more exactly six units or more yeah yeah so because i've realized that uh that's the best way to scale because at that level my debt to income ratio would not be a factor anymore Mm-hmm. Right, because for all those three, I have to bring in my income, my all that has to be Abdul, and Abdul, and me and my wife. Exactly, it was yeah. basically me and my wife qualifying for that, yeah. and um, it, it's it's not scalable because I actually yeah. want to grow this as a business, not just stopping at three or six units. Right, I want to grow it more. So I realized that uh, I had to play in the multifamily space, and that's where that's I want to transition want. to. Yeah. So how are you planning to do that? Because multifamily space, that's great. However, tends to be more expensive. You have to come up with more of a, a down payment. Yeah. Commercial financing is better in the sense that um, it's not so reliant on your personal income situation, but yeah. it also tends to be more expensive. So what what are your thoughts there? What are you going to do for capital? Partnership. Right. Yeah. Partnership is just my way out. Yeah. You know, I could be a, a working partner, find, you know, money partners to come in. Yeah. You know, whichever, you know, uh structure would work for the deal. Mm-hmm. Right. Because I know different deals, different structures and all that in place. I'm trying to educate myself in all that multifamily space. So that's what I'm looking at really, you know, raising capital with partners, private lenders you know, all that fun stuff. Yeah. Well, that's a really good idea, Abdul. Are you open to some suggestions around that? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So a couple of ideas come to mind for me. Number one, I've seen a lot of newcomers to Canada get into real estate investing and bring on money partners or joint venture partners from within members of their newcomer community. So for example, we had 
uh, a couple of clients that were from the Philippines. Mm. So they got started kind of like you self-financing their first few deals and, and getting there. And then when they were ready to scale, they really tapped into the Filipino community in their case in, in and around Toronto. And that was because they were already connected. So that was a, yeah. a big boost for them. So you might look at that. There's probably, there, there might not be a very big Nigerian community in Halifax. I don't know. I could be surprised. Maybe, maybe there are. You could look there. But within Canada, there is quite a large Nigerian community. And I'm sure there are Facebook groups where where Nigerians connect, that sort of thing. That yeah. would be a good a good place to kind of grow your reach. Um, obviously, the, the Key Spire people would be great because you're all kind of connected there. Yeah. The challenge might be that a lot of people in those kind of groups are also looking to raise capital to buy properties. So it yeah. gets kind of competitive in those groups because everybody's looking for capital. Looking for, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you have to be a little bit aware of that. The other yeah. thing is obviously professionally within your profession, within your wife's profession. Now, you know, a lot of other professionals locally in and around Halifax. It's a matter of doing a little bit of marketing letting people know what you're doing with real estate investing a little bit of a little bit of education not trying to teach them everything you know but let them know that you are serious about this and then you get engagement and you get people uh, coming in from those sources so i think you're in a very good position abdul because you've got three rental properties already yeah. you've got six units in your portfolio You've you've got some really good experience already. Going to that next level, five or six or eight units, not a not a big problem. You've already got the team and the experience, and now it's just a matter of of connecting with the right people to join you in that journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, Excellent, Abdul. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good goals. Good congratulations on what you've what you've been doing so far. And if people would like to connect with you, what can they do? Okay, uh, I think um, Facebook and uh, Instagram, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Facebook. Maybe maybe give them one one good place for them to go to connect with you. Would it be Facebook? Are you more active there? I think I'm more. Yeah, I think Facebook. Yeah, Facebook. Okay, so what is yeah. it? Just your name on Facebook? If they look up, yeah, Abdul in the search, yeah, Abdul. My full name Abdul Mutalib. Uh -huh. Abdul Mutalib. Mustafa on Facebook, you you will find me. Excellent. Well, Abdul, it's been a pleasure getting to know you. Congratulations. Always, I really do enjoy hearing the success stories of newcomers to the country. Um, I I lived overseas myself for for many years, so I always admire people that come from another country, leave their home, leave their family, leave everything, and start all over again. It it requires a lot of courage it inquires a, a yeah. lot of guts so sure. i i appreciate what you've done and and you're bringing great value to our country here and, and i i wish you much success with your real estate investing thanks so much dave i appreciate it. all right everybody take care we'll talk to you on the next episode